Welcome to the Gym Class Revolution podcast. This show is about teaching you how to build sustainable exercise habits to support both your physical and mental health. If you're tired of feeling like every workout is as painful as a slow internet connection, then you're in exactly the right place. I believe that exercise should make you feel powerful and ready to take on the world, just like when your cell phone is fully charged. We just need to find the right charger to get you there. Let's go! Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Gym Class Revolution. I'm your host, Wendy Barrios, and my pronouns are she, her, and I'm recording on Kalapuya land. This podcast is all about helping you figure out how to build sustainable exercise habits so that you don't keep running into cycles and cycles of trying something, giving up, and then saying, oh, I'll try again later when I'm good enough or when I'm in con- like when I have more control or over whatever XYZ, waiting for the perfect conditions. And so last week we talked about how to recognize when perfectionism can- popped up in your exercise efforts and um, so this week we're gonna figure out how to stop perfectionism by confronting it so before we leap into all that a few announcements one don't forget the contest so if you leave an itunes or spotify review you'll be entered to win um, the chance to pick an activity for me to be a beginner in so i want to have someone in the audience pick in an activity for me to do as a beginner because um, something that stops a lot of folks from trying new things is feeling like a beginner and feeling unskilled and having that quote shame um, out there, you know, for others to see. It's, um, I mean, I definitely get it. No one wants to seem like they don't know what they're doing, right? But I, I really want to help stop folks from using this feeling as a reason to not do something that they really want to do. So if you're the lucky winner, you get to pick an activity for me to do so that I can be a beginner in this activity and I can document it so that I can create resources to help other folks overcome that feeling of vulnerability and shame so that they can go ahead and keep going and indeed do the thing that they want to do. I'm hoping it might be sta- I'm hoping that it'll be stand up paddleboarding. So we'll see what the lucky winner picks. And then I've also got something big planned for April. So if you want to be the first to know about it, go ahead and join my mailing list. Um, and then when you join, you also get my how to enjoy running guide when you sign up. So it has um, tips and a workflow so that you can figure out how to make running a little bit more fun. Um, Because for the longest time, I thought running was the worst, but now I really enjoy it. Okay, so now, with all those announcements out of the way, let's get into the episode. All right, so if you feel like perfectionism has indeed stopped you in your tracks and told you to not even bother trying or just quit now before you're disappointed later, you may feel like you're ready to know how to confront your perfectionism so that you can stop it from getting in your way. And I'm I'm really sorry, but this episode isn't going to be about tips, like um, how in Google you can find out like a common tip to stay accountable and like stay motivated is to put workouts on your calendar and treat them like fixed appointments. We're going to be getting a lot deeper than that 
we're going to be like brutally confronting ourselves. So if, if that's not for you, I completely understand. But if this is something that you're intrigued by and if you're open to it, let's get into it. So the first one is put away all distractions. Um, you know, turn off your computer or, you know, uh, put your phone in another room, whatever you may need to do so that you are not distracted and you don't, you know, find yourself reaching for TikTok so that you can escape feeling this, um, escape the feeling of discomfort when you have to confront all these feelings that you've blocked away for a long time. All right, and then now identify something that perfectionism has stopped you from enjoying or trying. So for me, I mean, since we're a podcast about exercise, you could choose an activity that you may have wanted to do, but you didn't feel brave enough to do maybe, or this could also apply to general life, other things. Um, so it's whatever you want it to be. And now we're going to talk to ourselves. So this can look different. Um, it, feel free to choose which option you'd like better. So the first option is write a letter. So it's writing a letter to yourself. And then the second option is looking yourself in the mirror and recording a voice memo. The third option is recording a video. So you're speaking into a camera and you're recording this video so that you can play it back later. So... If you're unsure which option you want to do, the goal with this exercise is to identify all of our fleeting thoughts. Because, um, you know, we can think a million thoughts all at once, and if we have these, like, subconscious thought patterns, it's so ingrained into us that we may not recognize individual thoughts anymore because we're so conditioned to just go through a thought pattern. Like, when I um, passed by my school's climbing gym, I would automatically just think like oh that looks so cool but I could never do it because I'm not strong enough I'm I have too much excess weight so I can't do it so I'm not even going to look into it and um, try so this is why um, I want you to pick one of these three options I don't want you to just think about it um, so pick whichever method helps you I guess, collect your thoughts the easiest. So if you can't decide, I would choose a video because it feels like the most confrontational because you're going to play it back and you're going to see yourself talk about the reasons as to why you do, you aren't or you do haven't done the thing you want to do. All right, so here we're going to address some questions to ourselves so that we can get a little bit clearer on where this perfectionism is coming from and why we're so, so uh, glued to it. Okay, so our first question is, what's the earliest memory you have of perfectionism? And so please don't try to rack your brains for hours trying to think of the earliest memory ever. Just whatever pops into your head, go ahead and talk about it or write it down. Because um, that can be really helpful in figuring out like, hey, like, whoa, how long have I actually been thinking about this? Or how long have I been acting this way um, because, you know, it feels safe? And then um, also it'll be really interesting to think about like, I guess, um, kind of removed, like as if you were watching a TV show. So you can 
be a little bit more objective about like, oh, wow, like I was a young child or that's a young child who felt compelled to act and do X, Y, Z so that they can feel safe. And then the second part is, uh, the second question is, how has perfectionism helped me or hurt me in the past? It'll go both ways, I think, because it's like if you're a kid and you're like really, really, um, if you take, if you took school really seriously when you were a kid, perfectionism probably helped you because maybe it got you into gifted and talented. <laughs> I don't know if you all know about how I feel about gifted and talented, but I do think that it, uh, I don't know, I... I guess I do think that it was not a great idea for me. Ooh, but then it's like, who would, how would I have turned out without it? Hmm, well, so that's how perfectionism, that's how perfectionism could have helped me. And how has it hurt me in the past? I feel like I could write a novel just of all the different ways. Um, I think the most like prominent one is like, I didn't want anyone to see me struggling in my engineering classes. So I would never ask for help. So then I had a lot of uncompleted homeworks because I was like, if I can't get through one problem, then how am I going to get through the rest of the problems? And then how can I turn in such crappy work? Um, and so then I wouldn't turn things in. So then I would have bad grades. And then I was like, well, I should just quit engineering. Um, so that's the most prominent thing for me. So it could depend with you, um, especially if you're trying to think about this in the realm of exercise, but it, it really goes both ways because perfectionism is really centered around us trying to be our best so that we can be accepted. And so being accepted is really good because if we're accepted, then we aren't exactly going to be singled out. Like maybe, um, if you had been singled out as a, as a young kid, it's it can be a very a jarring experience, right? So then you learn, ah, I never want to have that experience again. Let me be the best that I can be. I've also read material where I can't, um, I, I really don't know where it's from or else I'd, I'd quote it directly and name the source with MLA citations. Um, but it's, uh, perfectionism is often a, catalyst it's like a coping mechanism for a lot of marginalized groups so that they can quote fit in a little bit better with the majority group so so the next question is how is perfectionism trying to keep me safe with my stand-up paddleboarding example you know i didn't i didn't want to risk like feeling so uncomfortable with like my shoulders up all tense and um you know looking around and wondering who's judging me who's you know whispering behind my back about like what my body looks like in my bathing suit or me falling into the water like I didn't want to risk any of that so that's why I decided against it I decided I'd better not do it so that I don't um risk looking like a I don't risk looking like an idiot and I don't risk all of the things that I'm envisioning. And that kind of ties into, um, you know, the next question, what's the worst that could happen in that stand up paddleboarding example? The worst that could happen would be probably maybe people laughing at the most, maybe somebody saying something mean. Um, 
Hmm. Yeah. I guess like ultimately, like if you really flesh it out, it's, it's, mm, I get like, I don't want to say it's trivial because it, our feelings are valid. And f- like, I don't want to trivialize that fear of looking dumb or uh, looking dumb in front of others. Right. But in the grand scheme of things, when I've reflected on this, I would think, well, yes, that would be uncomfortable indeed if someone did indeed say, you know, something mean to me. But in the grand scheme of things, I think that I would be really happy that I went ahead and did it anyway, even though I was scared because I would have regretted not knowing what stand-up paddleboarding was like because I didn't do it. And all these questions are tied up together because the next question is, what are all the good things that could happen if I didn't care about, you know, whatever fear that we had outlined in the, what what, what would be the worst thing that could happen? And all the good things, like, um, like a friend of mine, hey, Andrea, if you're listening, <laughs> she was like, oh my gosh, yes, I would love to go stand up paddleboarding with you. And if I had never, you know, started my Instagram or if I had never done a lot of other things that I was scared to do, then I would have never known that I had a friend here who would gladly go stand up paddleboarding with me. So um, all of that to say is, you know, try to flush out all the good things that could happen And not only that, but really um, explore how would you feel about, you know, all those good things. Like, how would you feel about if, how would you feel about your body? Like, how proud would you be that your abs could help you get up on the board and keep balance? And how happy would you be if you were able to, you know, um, strengthen a friendship by doing a new activity together? So really delve deep into those more positive things because I feel like oftentimes we so focus on all the bad things that could potentially happen that we don't consider what good things that can happen. And then our last question is, why is it so important to me, like in the context of my life, that I do my best to be perfect or that I do my best to be my most presentable or my most respectable? So what we mean by that is ultimately we know that whatever fears we have in regards to perfectionism are usually around keeping us safe from situations where we might be laughed at or ridiculed or I don't know talked about it's more of like a psychological thing and oftentimes the brain is trying to keep us safe and we know that these can't physically hurt us but we've evolved so that we also perceive you know these psychological situations as real fear so so if it feels real then it is real pain so that's why I want to ask, like, why is it so important for you to present yourself in the best possible way? Because it's it might seem obvious, but when you say it out loud or you write it out, you really confront yourself with, this is the reason that I bring a lot of pain onto myself and I have all these strict the I'll have all of these restrictions on myself because I don't this is the ultimate fear and I don't want to experience this 
So um, these are all really challenging questions, and I definitely recognize that. So um, yeah, if you want to take a minute and think about all these questions, go ahead and pause the episode. Um, but I challenge you to ask the last question each time this comes up, because like I said earlier, this isn't going to be a one single journaling session and then boom, your curative perfectionism, but rather it's going to require a lot of repetition each time a situation like this comes up where you feel like, ah, I have to wait until everything is perfectly set and then I can do the thing. Um, because this is going to be, you know, it pops up whenever we try new things or, think about risky situations, quote, risky situations where we can be vulnerable. And so I, I really recommend you to recommend that you try this out loud a few times or, and honestly, whenever it pops up, because um, after a while, like after I had to keep answering this question of what I'm scared of, like um, I'd be asked, what do you want to do? And then I would respond like, I want to do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I had all these answers ready. And then I was asked, okay, so what's stopping you? Like, what are you scared of? I had to keep saying, because I don't want to look like an idiot. What if no one takes me seriously? Or what if I don't get, you know, um, like I was talking a lot about, you know, starting my Instagram and starting my podcast. And I had a lot of fears around that because I was like, oh, creating a new thing, it's it's going to be a lot of work. And I know it's not going to be as perfect as I want it to be, especially from the beginning. And then each time after I answered this question, I just, I got really tired. I got really tired of hearing my reasoning. And so then that helped give it less power. Like it gave my fears less power over me because I thought, ah, I am so frustrated that this is what's stopping me from doing the thing. So you know what? The reasons that I want to do the things, like remembering all the good things that could happen if I didn't care about being perfect and all the warm feelings and um, I guess, uh, you know, fulfillment that I would feel is has a much higher value and is much more worth that much more worth it I guess it's like um it's more valuable and I value it over the fears oh my gosh that okay let me rephrase that when comparing all of <laughs> okay when I think about all of the good things that could happen if I didn't care about being perfect and instead I went for it it makes the fears seem a lot more trivial and it, it, it comes with time. And so it also comes with time when you um, repeat what you're saying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like freaking out about how many times I've had to like record this episode because I wanted so much for this episode to just flow flawlessly. Um, but you know, I'm going to keep it in because this is what we're talking about, right? We're talking about the fear of being imperfect and... Uh, I'm just going to roll with it because, you know, you get what I'm saying and I get what I'm saying. And this is all just practice in the grand scheme of life, right? Like I'm not going to be perfectly, um, uh, what is it? Oh, what's that word? Perfectly, you know, like an immaculate speaker right off the top of, right off the bat all the time. So to recap, 
And what I'm going to do is I challenge you to ask these questions each time you feel like the reasons that you should not do whatever you want to do are because you want to stay safe and not take any risks. And the reason that I want you to keep repeating, keep repeating time and time again is because after a while, you will start to get tired of these fears being reasons as to why you're not doing what you so ambitiously want to do because you'll think about all the good things that could happen and like what if everything does work out that will be far more entrancing or enchanting rather than all of the things that could go bad um and so it's gonna be a long effort but I believe in you you can do it and I I would really love to hear how it works out for you, even if you just do one iteration. I'd really love to know how these questions have really um, sparked your internal dialogue with yourself because this isn't just like do these actions and then you will accomplish that goal, but it's more of like opening up a dialogue with yourself because it's essentially like you taking care of yourself and you analyzing yourself because no Googleable article is going to break it down like this, like how you would for yourself. All right, so that is the episode on how to confront perfectionism. To recap, you're going to put away all your distractions and pick something that perfectionism is stopping you from doing or enjoying. And we're going to talk to ourselves, whether that be as a letter or a voice memo or a recorded video. And we're going to ask ourselves all these questions. One, what is the first earliest memory of perfectionism? Two, how has perfectionism helped me or hurt me in the past? How is it trying to keep me safe? What are all the good things that could happen if I didn't care about being so perfect? What's the worst that could happen? And finally, why is it so important for me to do my best to be perfect? And I hope that this has been helpful. I hope you try it out. I really, really hope you do because it's one thing to get information and the whole other thing to implement that information. So to wrap up, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or Spotify to be entered into the contest. The contest will end tomorrow. Yes, when you get this episode, it'll be tomorrow. So on March 31st. And then you can join my mailing list. Oh, actually, before I get there, um, iTunes reviews take about a day to come through, so you'll want to go ahead and submit that review now so that it shows up on March 31st. Okay, and then also um, don't forget to join my mailing list so that you can be one of the first to be notified about fun events coming up in April. Thank you, take care, and I hope you have a great day. And give yourself a little grace because we all need a little grace right now. Bye!